Hi, I'm Jenny Lee. And I'm Kat Kulejan. And you're listening to Big Sisters. Jenny and I both come from conservative backgrounds. I'm Armenian. And I grew up queer in a Mormon family. So safe to say our puberty experience was a little rough. We really had no one to talk to. Which is why we started the show. Yep, you've got questions, we've got answers. Probably. No subject is off limits, so let's get into today's episode. Come have a chat with your big sisters. to Big Sisters, hosted by us, Kathy and Jenny. I'm Kat, both Kathy and Jenny today. Yes. Um, we're here to answer all the questions you're too afraid to ask or didn't know that you had. Today, we're joined by a special guest to talk about managing OCD. Would you like to introduce yourself? A sexy yeah. guest. <laughs> really, sexy. yeah, super sexy. <laughs> um, hello, my name is Hannah. What else do I, how, how do I introduce Pronouns? Myself? She, her, I'm top size. Age. You say you're engaged? Well, I said, do I have to say my age? No. I won't say that. You could no. say everyone on this podcast is 23 or under, officially. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> you do have to tell us your cup size. <laughs> oh, it's like negative 32A. You've had top surgery. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that would be convenient. DIY. Yeah. DIY at home. Yeah. Um, I wrote that you are a screenwriter from Half Dome Yosemite. Half Dome Yosemite? <laughs> Yellowstone? <gasps> oh my god, it's- Hannah, are you living? <laughs> I am from Yosemite. Half Dome is a rock in the park. So I'm not from Boulder. That's not what our sources say. Yeah, our sources said Half Dome. They said the tippity top of Half Dome. (laughs) Well, honestly, yeah, you can put that on there. That sounds cooler than the town I'm from. Is Yellowstone a big deal for your people? Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Fuck. Everyone says everyone gets Yellowstone and Yosemite mixed up because they do start with a Y. Kathy, mm, we're gonna what? give you a map and ask you to point out <laughs> Yosemite and Yellowstone and also uh what Culver City. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I vibe. I vibe. Um okay, wait, I wanted us to, to get into like um a little uh, catch-up session. So I would like to go around and say one thing that everyone's excited for and also maybe proud of for this past week or this upcoming week. <laughs> Kathy, go ahead. <clears throat> um, I'm going to Coachella this weekend for the first time for a work trip. Um, Yay. So I'm excited for that. Do you get to like go see, like, what do you have to do work-wise? I think we have stuff going on Sunday that I'll have to be like online for and then a little bit on Saturday, but I'm going to be, I'm not one of the like head honchos, Mm -hmm. so I don't have to do too, too much, but I'm hoping to see Harry Styles Friday, Mm -hmm. which I'm excited for. Mm -hmm. Get a drink? Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But I'm not like a, I don't think I can be fucked up in the desert when I'm like with coworkers. Right. Not because it's not allowed, but because I think I would, like, end my life. Like, I'm not built for that. Uh, I'm going to live out my, like, high school Tumblr fantasy. Ooh. I think you've never been. I know. I, my parents wouldn't let me go in high school. And then in college, I couldn't afford it. So I feel like it's just one of those things that, like, I missed every single year. And then when I could afford it, it was canceled for the last two years. Yeah. Um, 
but damn it's fucking expensive i do not know it's like if i was like if i had to provide for the whole weekend it's like three grand minimum what you've got hannah i went like the when like my freshman year of college because Mm. but it was like a very last minute thing where i think like Daniel's mom had bought a bunch of tickets and then couldn't sell them. So like the day before, she was just like, do you want this ticket for like $100? So I went to Coachella for like $100. It was amazing. What? Yeah. Um, But I had to go back again and it wasn't the same experience. I think there was something about like the last minute experience. Yeah, I'm not really drawn to it too much. I think I would be really stressed out like deal like planning everything i think someone else would have to plan it for me and i would have to just like be sure. on drugs and like have someone guiding me everywhere and then i'd love it yeah um okay what's something you're excited for or proud of hannah um <laughs> i am excited for i'm excited to uh sleep um because wow. i'm going home for the Easter holiday, because my family is super religious, and Whoa. I forgot Easter was this weekend. Yes, I and yeah. I only know because my mother was like, "You have to come home, or else I will kill you." Like you have so, to go to church with them or something, or yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's gonna be a vibe for sure. Going to church, um, and <laughs> I'm excited because when I go home, I sleep a lot, but in LA, like. You can't sleep because of FOMO. Mm-mm. That's so real. You right? gotta be on your you grind. Ex- <laughs> You're grinding in LA. Is yeah. FOMO is FOMO technically part of OCD? Is that a thing? No. I don't know. I haven't heard of that before. <laughs> but we could link it if I think we're linking it. Segue. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have anything I'm excited for. I'm proud proud of. There's got to be something. Um, mm, everything I'm thinking of, I can't say out loud. Why? Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm proud of myself because I think I've done a lot of growth recently and I've mm-hmm. been kind of unpacking um, like my attachment styles and stuff. Um, and I think that I everyone in my family is codependent and I thought that I avoided that um but I think I was just being avoidant but I also am now realizing I am codependent so my friend is going to like codependent anonymous classes or meetings I should say and so I'm gonna try it out so I'm like I've just been doing a lot of like reflection it's I think it's called coda like codependence anonymous it's like a a group for people dealing with codependency. I don't, I don't think I have it like super bad at this point. I'm just sort of like catching it mm-hmm. and I want to like nip it um, before it gets bad, but I've done just, yeah, no therapy yet. I'm still my own therapist. Oh my God, bro. Not but, a real thing. But <laughs> I've been doing a lot of reflection okay. and I have not, and I think it's been in a very like healthy, like calm way lately so i'm proud of that that's, everyone clap everyone clap for each other yeah that's something to be proud of i didn't know that they had support groups for codependency i know i only know because my uncle went to them when he was married 
Wow. But, uh, <laughs> he said, therapy, no. Talking mm. in a room full of strangers about my personal issues, yes. Yeah, because I'm an exhibitionist. I need to perform for at least like four people. I think that's what you should go to therapy for. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very tied. Like you're not wanting to go to therapy by yourself, but wanting to be with other people. Mm-hmm. That's a codependent thing. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Look into that. No, because codependency would be I could be codependent on my therapist. But you're also you like to be perceived, and I don't. Think I love being perceived. So <laughs> I think that's something you could talk to your future therapist. About. But I think I I haven't been wanting to be perceived lately, so it's a good thing that I'm seeking out being perceived. Getting back to my roots. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into, uh, so I picked out like the five uh, most searched questions around OCD and we just can kind of go through them. I tried to pull some research for some of these because a lot of these, I don't think Kathy and I can answer. You can potentially answer, but I wanted also to give you some like backup support. Um, so, and then we have a few listener questions. So first one is define OCD which I will just read a definition unless anyone wants to try to define it. Okay. There you go. go. Um, So it says OCD is an anxiety disorder characterized by uncontrollable unwanted thoughts and ritualized repetitive behaviors you feel compelled to perform. Um, And going in even deeper, it looks like the cycle of first obsessive thoughts, then feelings of anxiety, then compulsive behaviors, then temporary belief, And to explain that even further, obsessions are involuntary thoughts, images, or impulses that occur over and over again in your mind. Um, You don't want to have these ideas, but you can't stop them. Unfortunately, these obsessive thoughts are often disturbing and uh, distracting. And compulsions are behaviors or rituals that you feel driven to act out again and again. Usually compulsions are performed in an attempt to make obsessions go away. For example, if you're afraid of contamination, you might develop elaborate cleaning rituals. However, the relief never lasts. In fact, the obsessive thoughts usually come back stronger and the compulsive rituals and behaviors often end up uh, anxiety themselves, end up causing anxiety themselves as they become more demanding and time consuming. And that's the vicious cycle. I'm pulling this from a helpguide.org article, by the way, also, just to give them credit. Very clinical, very clinical. Very, very clinical. How does that like how does that jive with your perception of OCD, Hannah? Um, I feel like mine is is more like I started following this Instagram account. Oh, now I'm gonna forget the name. I think it's called like Obsessively After or something, and that helped me realize like that it's so many other things than like that very like technical doctor. Uh, I don't know if the doctor <laughs> said that, but obviously <laughs> it's things. But like like a lot of it is like like she talks about just right stuff mm-hmm. like feeling like something's just right and like just doing it until you, it feels complete yeah, so maybe that kind of is what you're saying like but it's not all just like impulsive thoughts it's like doing something that like feels until it like feels done mm-hmm. done with it and it feels like perfect which i feel like i have that a lot but i also did a um OCD group therapy talking about therapy and the stuff that everyone else was going through was so much worse than mine and it was like OCD things that I'd never heard of before like like one person like 
couldn't, she took like an hour to drive to work, even though she lived like five minutes away from her work, because she had to turn the car around and go back down the street. She just drove down to make sure she hadn't run anyone over, because she was like convinced that she ran someone over. And so she would just like have to check. Like, oh and so no. she, she would have to allot that time for like how she could get to work to make sure she could check every road that she drove down. Isn't that crazy? I, yeah, that sounds so awful to deal with. And I was like, mine feels easier after that. Yeah. How, like, how old were you when you first started figuring out that, like, you might have, like, OCD tendencies? And, like, what was the first thing that kind of, like, tipped you off that, like, huh, this is different than other people, maybe? My first thing was uh, I got a haircut, and then I thought it was uneven, which is a huge thing. Things being even is, like, obviously, a lot of people have that with, like, cleanliness or, like, Mm -hmm. even things on their desks, but mine manifested in like on my own body things being even Mm -hmm. and so the layers were off and so I went home and I like tried to chop the layers to be even and over the course of like a month I would come home every day after school and find a new piece that was uneven and cut it shorter and then it got to the point where I had like layers up to here and I had like a mullet before mullets were cool because I just <laughs> accidental mullet. It was an accidental. I literally had like these two long pieces in front that were even, and then I had like layers to here that were even with each other. And after, and my mom was like hiding scissors in the house because I could not stop. It looked so bad. Like I knew I looked hideous, but I couldn't stop because I was like, I don't feel even. It doesn't feel. It's like oh. a thing. So after that, I didn't know at the time that that was OCD. I just thought, like, I was going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you Yeah, I want to see a picture. Oh, my God. I have a photo. I'm going to have to really go far back to find this photo. That's so good, though. (laughs) But I'll send it to you guys. Yes, please, God. I want to see it. But after, I didn't, I didn't have another episode like that until I was in college, and it, came out in like hypochondria where I started to think I had all these different diseases and Mm. I would go to different doctors because I had like the college doctor Mm. and my parents doctor Mm. in like Northern California and Southern California and so I would kind of like play the doctors against each other and I'd be like well this one doctor said I have this and I think he's lying and like blah 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 and I would just like go to the doctors every day because I was convinced I had diseases and they were not telling me what they were. Whoa. And then I think I was crazy. But I was like, oh, okay, I think this is OCD. You said, you know what? I'm going to bring the hair scissors back. <laughs> <laughs> that will make me feel better. Wait, how did you like get, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Like, how did you, I guess, like manage all of those feelings and get out of that cycle? In college, I just, Again, I didn't really know what it was. I just knew it was another like obsession thing going on where I would, what basically what happened is I started seeing little like white spots on my face that no one else could see, but Mm. I could see them. Mm. And so I started thinking I was having like a skin condition, which I'm sure I just had like a rash. But at the time I was up to like 3 a.m. convinced I was dying. And like, I know a lot of people do that with a lot of things, but this took up like, 
five months of my life of me like going to the doctors for this all the time which is when it like becomes like clinical OCD is when it's affecting your life for a long period of time and then that went away after five months and I was like great I don't have to worry about it again but then I went through a breakup like three years ago four years ago and how dare he how dare he triggering my OCD and I went fucking psycho 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 and I was convinced I had every STD in the book even though I kept getting tested and the doctors were like you don't have anything we are showing you a piece of paper that says you don't have anything and I just my brain was like I don't believe them they're wrong Mm -hmm. which I know like mentally that's crazy but like western medicine sucks so and doctors miss things all the time. Is, you don't tell me that because not you're not enabling her That's I believe that. I think that's true. It is true. It is true. But after like the fifth test, they were like, I can't be wrong five times in a row. That's true. Um, but after that, I was like, I should go to therapy for this. Mm-hmm. And then I went for like a couple times. And then the this is so funny, but that week. I was like the goal that week was to resist your impulse. And my impulse obviously was going to urgent care every week, every day, like after work to get tested, to get retested. Mm -hmm. And if you go, if you have Kaiser, you know that like the therapy office is in the same building as the urgent care. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to resist my impulse this week. And then the next day, I walked into urgent care and I passed my therapist in the hall oh. and knew what I was doing. She knew I was going to urgent care and I never went back to therapy oh. because I was so embarrassed, but it's fine. Cause it all worked itself out. I'm currently not in an OCD phase. Fair. Um, you know, I thought you were going to say out. you didn't go back to the ER, but you said no therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a more optimistic. <laughs> she said, actually, I'm good. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I walked right into urgent care and was like, you know what? I'd rather be like this. Damn, I'm dead. I, I honestly, I feel that though. I feel like talking to someone and like saying you're like, because like I don't, I used to do, I was doing therapy in college for a little bit. And I, I remember she just said like I had like, anxiety oriented like OCD like if I was anxious about something like I needed to keep thinking about it like I needed to remind Mm -hmm. myself what I was anxious of in order to be like okay and then I had to stop because it just like it got expensive and then I started doing like I had like a psychiatry appointment during COVID just to like want to do like I wanted like anxiety medication and then I'm still fucking looking for a therapist who's looking for a therapist in LA with health insurance the amount of voicemails that I've left I've never heard back from is insane but I had a follow-up meeting with her and like when COVID happened I got super obsessive about checking daily COVID rates like every single day I could tell you like the positivity rate like the wastewater the amount that was seen in wastewater I'm not a high-risk person I haven't had it I don't like there was no reason for me to be this obsessive about it, but it just was my, like, I know the LA public health Twitter puts it out every day around like three or four. So I had a routine, like I would go check that and then I would go read and I would just like be like, okay, like I get this. And I didn't think it was like 
bad or weird. I was like, well, I'm just doing my like due diligence. Mm-hmm. And then I had like a follow-up meeting with my psychiatrist just to like see how my meds were going. And <laughs> she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I don't feel the like anxiety pangs of like, you know, when you feel it in your like stomach or your head or your gut. I was like, I don't feel that anymore. But like, I do check COVID numbers about like seven to eight times every day. And she just was like, and I was like, well, I need to know because then when I wouldn't check it for like three days and then numbers would get higher, I would be like, you know what? If I, if I kept checking, I don't think it would be this high. She was like, yeah, no, like that's, maybe we should talk about that. And I went, mm, I'm just doing what I need to do. And I still do it. I literally still oh. do it. No, a it lot high. of people like have these like rituals or like, yeah certain things that they're so obsessed with and no one really thinks that it's like OCD because a lot of the times people are just like oh OCD is being super clean and it's like that is not at all my experience I'm the messiest person in the world but that is not OCD Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure it is for some people but yeah yeah, but it's like it's I think it's a spectrum too because it's like someone can have the thing where they can't even drive to work Mm because they're checking if they murdered someone and then you know some people are checking COVID stats every day. So it's definitely like a, like a weird pattern. Yeah. You can double check me on this, but I think today's COVID numbers were 726. And I think the positivity rate was 1%. And that's our co-word of the day, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, double check me, but I think I'm correct on that. (laughs) Is that worse than yesterday? I think it's been around the same. Like, it doesn't matter if it's better or worse. I'm just like, well, I need to know, obviously. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How would I not need to know? Who doesn't need to know? <laughs> I, yeah, I like knowing. I like knowing. My sister was going crazy because, like, I would walk into her room and be like, just so you know, like, da 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 She's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, this is giving me more anxiety. No, literally. She's like, we're fine. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that, and I was like, girl, it's, it's okay. Like, you couldn't do anything. You, I don't, you wouldn't see anyone. There was also a minute that I was living with my parents in a hotel and my parents are much older. So I was really stressed because it's like, oh, I don't want anyone to catch COVID, but the guilt that my parents would give me if I was the one that brought it in would be insane. I was like, I'm just not going to yeah, they would. <laughs> like They would be like, of course you did. Of course the youngest child. They would bring it up. Yeah. Every fucking day for the rest of your life. Like, oh, you're moving now? Is it because you gave us COVID? You're moving out now. You're, you're not giving us grandkids? Well, remember when you gave us COVID? <laughs> so look it up. So yeah, that's my little thing that I wanted to add. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like, if you had any tips that you would suggest to other people that you use or you know other people use for dealing with OCD. Well, the one, one thing that I have heard is I guess the most helpful thing for OCD is group therapy. Um, even though I promptly quit it because I was embarrassed. Um, but I remember I was recommended to it by a solo therapist and the soul, like just us two. And she was like, it actually is way more helpful, way more success rates if you're doing it as a group. I don't know why, but that's just what she told me. Mm-hmm. It's the performance. You're all exhibitionists. It's you know what it is? It's because you're embarrassed and you you are held accountable because of your own embarrassment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want the other members to like think of you in a bad light because you didn't, you know. True. Yeah. I think it'd be really helpful. I that's what I did. Sorry. Sorry. What? 
Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, anytime I want to get anything done, I just tell people that I want to do it so that they hold me accountable to it. So it's the same thing. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I feel like it's also like hearing other people that not have it worse, but have a more like someone that might like be dealing with it like in a more intense way gives that perspective of like this is probably what I sound like to my mm -hmm. friends who don't deal with this like that degree of just like what I feel like is an important yeah. part I also of think it's really helpful to tell your friends yeah to not and to like almost give it like what I did is I gave my roommates a pamphlet mm -hmm. of like what OCD is because for a bit there they were just like you aren't making sense you're being irrational and I was like mm -hmm. I know I'm being irrational that's mm -hmm. the point I yeah. just can't stop it mm -hmm. and so once you kind of just accept like I guess once you accept it's a little crazy and you're a little crazy it becomes so much easier because then you're just like it's not my fault I'm just a little crazy and like as long as my friends are cool with it like don't tell me I'm crazy because I know that mm -hmm. and it'll pass hopefully hopefully it'll pass true and then just having, I feel like, context for like, yeah, like what you were saying. I feel like, see, what I do is like, I, like my friends know I'm anxious, but like Friday, I also like, I have really bad like hypochondria where I just like, I used to, I go to urgent care all the time and like, I know I you don't do. Need to. Yeah. On the like, DL? All, hmm? Secretly? Secretly? Like, like, like how often would you tell other people that you're going versus how often you go? I don't think I would tell them, but I was probably was probably going like three times a month, two times a month, three times a month. But like for more or less like the same thing where I was like, something feels weird. Why does it feel like this? Like there must be an answer. Like Friday I went to urgent care because like my bladder felt, felt weird. And I was like, I know this like doesn't make sense. But I went, they tested me for everything. She was like, you're fine stopped feeling like my bladder felt weird and then saturday i like told one of my friends me and i was like yeah i was at urgent care last night and she was like girl <laughs> was like, for what i was like well my bladder i was like very aware of my bladder does it always feel like that you can trick your mind into like the i was feeling i was physically feeling every symptom like i truly like looked in the mirror and half my face was falling off yep. and i was like i've seen like i'm literally seeing it maybe i was hallucinating whatever but like you're you can make yourself feel and see things if you like really believe it yeah then he said anyway wrong with y'all <laughs> i'm like this whole time i've been really trying to like think if i have anything that i don't realize is like a compulsion but i don't i feel like the only thing i do is i need to be like doing something i can't like rest very well but I don't think that's like necessarily the same thing. Well, is grinding a disorder? <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Look at look at those. Look at our podcast listens. Tell me if that's a disorder. Tell me. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, jump back in. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. I think we can. I think we can get to listener questions if you guys feel comfortable with that. Okay. And yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so first question is from Angel Kathy, Baby. You want it? Yeah. Hannah, if you, so you guess. have listened to an episode, who asked our listener questions? Who asked them? Yeah, what's the name of the Who asked them? 
Um, 10 seconds on the clock. Put it on. Who's that? Who could ask a question? I don't know. I just heard you say angel baby. So I'm going to say that. But what's the number? Oh, was the number? Was there's the a phone? number. Angel baby. And then there's a little it's number. at angel baby. 69. Yeah. You're really good. <laughs> you do listen. Wait, am I actually? Is that true? Yeah, that is true. I completely guess that. <laughs> You're really smart. Wait, are you guys lying to me? No, no seriously. Angel, every, every episode, episode, Angel Baby 69 has a question. <laughs> we'll cut this out, but the realty is, it's just us. Um, but we just give it a user until we get actual listener questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, am I allowed to ask a question next time? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ask- wait, ask the next question and just make up who it's from. Yeah. I don't have a question yet. I'm I'm like talking in the future. I'm oh, talking. like for oh my god, you totally could do that. Okay, <laughs> we for, we don't ask for questions anymore, so it's like partially our bad. Yeah, oh. but yeah, you should definitely ask a question. Okay. Um. Okay. First question from Angel Baby sixty nine. I experience really scary Angel Baby like really relates to every single topic we talk about. Isn't that funny? Crazy. <laughs> it's honestly <laughs> insane. Always has a really personal experience to it. A hot take. okay um i experienced really scary intrusive thoughts how do i make them stop hannah take this one from the top it's a lot from my understanding like because floor would talk about intrusive thoughts a lot but i've like heard people talk about like like killing like their family and stuff is like being some of the worst form or like also just trigger warning like of killing themselves Mm -hmm. um but i feel like i have I've had a lot of intrusive thoughts that have been uh, like I don't know if I want to say them actually. Never mind. <laughs> Hannah, do you think intrusive thoughts and like OCD are connected? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They are. They yeah. But I what I've seen, I don't I don't think I have. Like, you said, I know I thought that my face was melting off in the mirror, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe that is. <laughs> I was like, I don't have thoughts about killing people, but I do have thoughts of, like, you know, that I have a thousand diseases. So, yeah, I guess that is an intrusive thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard from my Instagram account, um, which is probably so bad to be like, just follow Instagram accounts about... OCD. I think it's helpful. Don't but look yeah, at the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do both, do both. If you can't find a therapist immediately, because it is so hard, like yeah. there's so many like online things, but on the Instagram platforms I follow, it's kind of like, there's no way to stop intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. really, unless, I don't know, maybe if you take medication, but if you just want to like work through it on your own, then I feel like it's the first step is like, don't fight them mm-hmm. and don't be like, like, I guess stop trying to figure out how to stop them and just be like, this isn't me. This isn't how I actually feel. I don't actually want to kill my family. It's just an intrusive thought. And if you like rewire yourself to think like that, it's not connected to you, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. that's not actually how you feel, then it's easier to like get through that. I think, I don't know. I feel like, no, I, I, I agree. And I feel like I've also seen ones. Like, I feel like I used to have like really bad intrusive thoughts, like, especially like middle school and high school and like that language wasn't a thing then and I remember talking to my therapist of like what if I'm like a sociopath like why do I think 
these like random ass things. What are they? I don't even honestly I don't even remember them I feel like it would just be like seeing a kid and like being like I kind of want to push him (laughs) oh yeah like just that random stuff and like obviously like more I think I'm sure like more like severe and like less severe versions but like I think I remember her telling me like there's like I think what makes you feel worse about them is like feeling guilty and then your brain like latches onto that because then you feel bad and so it keeps doing it like and it's just more helpful to kind of like, I think she had told me to like write out my intrusive thought. And then when you look at it on paper, you realize that it like sounds crazy and like doesn't sound how it like sounds in your brain. Um, but yeah. I think mine, I think, I think I can think of some that I could say. It's like number one, I think is like probably one everyone can relate to like the most is probably like a driving one where you're like, oh, I'm just going to like crash into this car or like, let me just drive off this cliff or something. Mm-hmm. But I think oh, one of my bigger ones is like, I'm going to get murdered at any moment. Mm-hmm. So I like very frequently, like, I, I think I've gotten a lot better but when I was younger. I was like always prepared in case something like if, if someone were to like break in or if there was a fire, if there's like any way that I could die, mm-hmm. usually relative to someone coming in and trying to kill me, yeah. um, I would have like some sort of weapon ready. I'd have like a plan, like before going to sleep, I would like go through my plan and like figure out like what I would need to bring and like how I'd accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it doesn't happen as bad now. I still keep like a weapon system, not system. I keep like a horde of like weapons by my bed Jen, um, so if you had but, the, uh, why was your house door never locked <laughs> wait your that's, house door was never locked ever that's different it's locked at night when people will like because nighttime's the scary time when people will come kill you daytime it's it's you're not very likely to get murdered but nighttime it's always like there was a time when i came home and i thought like i had turned my light off and my light was on and i like literally like just stood in my living room for like 30 minutes until like my roommate came home because I was like I can't move because then like someone's like very clearly here and like in one of the closets and if I go then like that's when they'll decide to like come out and murder me so if I just stand right here they'll just keep waiting Mm -hmm. so I do stuff like that and then like I went camping recently and I got like really convinced that we were all going to get murdered while we were camping and I like kind of convinced everyone to go home um so like it's that, like I I once I think that I, once I start having that feeling of like I'm gonna get murdered like I can't usually get rid of it mm-hmm. um hmm. <laughs> until I've like secured the perimeter per se mm-hmm. lock the doors yeah no I need to like I need to have someone with me to like do a little run through of the place that's fair but yeah that's um well they're saying how to make them stop yeah did we answer that I said write them down that's good I think also, damn, I like feel like I have intrusive thoughts. Like I hate gory movies because like, I don't know if y'all have this, but like I have intrusive thoughts that aren't even my own. Like I'll just have like, like, you know, like the hangnail scene in what's it called? The Natalie Portman ballerina movie. Oh, that's oh my God. Ugh. Like I'll have like gore, like just random things that really gross me out that just randomly, like I'll just be like laying in bed and it'll pop into my brain. And for like four days, I can't get it out. Like- I cannot get it out, like, no matter what I try. So I need advice for that because I watched that movie one time when it came out. It's been a decade. It will not leave my head. 
I really, I truly don't know what you can do. I don't like, cause I mean, I feel like I've tried everything. The only thing yeah. that helps is just like accepting that. Yeah. These are irrational thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then like waiting for the phase to pass, even if it takes like five months, like yeah. I'm always like, eventually I'm going to level out. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. yeah. I know some people like it never levels out like it's just a constant state of yeah intrusive thoughts it'd like- probably be helpful to do like some anxiety activities right like yeah. like for me I would like study like maps for my anxiety I feel like it mm-hmm. could be really similar to just finding something like it, whether it's like studying song lyrics or maps or like something that'll take your brain off of it I forgot you used to do that and Floor used to memorize Nicki Minaj lyrics mm-hmm. Floor got me into like Floor told me about like memorizing lyrics and I tried to memorize 212 and then it like got too hard. And then I got a map game on my phone um, and I just started studying maps. I still do it, um, but now it's more for just like fun. But I was like very, I would, anytime I got really bad anxiety, I would study my maps. Use and I know- Banks to cure OCD is our- What? <laughs> Use Azalea Banks to cure OCD. Is that- That's a quote. Is our hot take. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly kind of agree with that. I feel like everyone kind of has like a, reset or at least like with my hair situation every time I get a haircut I go through the spiral a little bit not as extreme Mm. as it was in college because now I can or in high school because now I can resist scissors yeah but I'll I'll go through like the whole like for like a month I'll just feel so off like my whole body just feels like not right because my hair has been cut and I know there are pieces of hair that are uneven because it's impossible to have an entirely symmetrical haircut and if I ever start like because I'll like pull on it to like soothe and pull it down and I have to take a shower and after the shower I feel reset and my hair feels like Mm. a little bit more even than it was before that is so interesting I wonder where that like stems from for you like the evenness neat like I know I don't know but I do know like one time I, my great grandma, I walked outside and she was like, <laughs> she was just sitting by herself, like itching her head in this like pattern. And I remember I asked her, I was like, what are you doing? And she was like senile at this point. Yeah. And she was like, I'm just making it even. Oh, I, and that girl. Was like, oh my God, I got it from you. You said, oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, now I see. Okay. Wait, is she making even that's the whole thing like her dandruff like what the fuck you can't jenny cuts, jenny cuts their own hair you should check if jenny's hair is even my hair's not even <laughs> i can tell right now it's not even <laughs> no I trust an uneven haircut a mile away trust <gasps> me it's not okay that's, Hannah, but it's not me. meant to be <laughs> no it's, it's not meant to be it's not meant to be yeah most haircuts are not. But like- you're probably an amazing hairdresser, no? Like you should cut people's hair because you're so. Everyone would walk out bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would keep evening it. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the TikTok audio like? We gotta go bald. Ah! <laughs> no, I feel like you'd do like an initial. Like we'd have to cut you off. Like you have ten minutes with it, and then you'd be done. And then oh. that person would look pretty good, probably. Mm-hmm. But then they'd walk out, and I would just be like, "Are you thinking about them? Yeah, I'd you'd hunt them, them down." I would. I cut their hair in the middle of the night when they were sleeping. Yeah. Anna, can I ask? So, because you do, you're a writer, right? You're a screenwriter. Yes. 
Do you think that that, like, do you ever feel like your OCD plays into your writing and your job? Absolutely. And Daniel wants to fucking murder me half the time because it's, it's bad. It's like to the point where I'm like, I just need to reread the sentence a hundredth time (gasps) and then we can move on to the next scene. It's like, because that's another, it's like making things like sound exactly perfect or like look exactly perfect and I like and then I always do this thing after we send in a draft I'll Mm -hmm. reread it and look for all the mistakes in it even though we've already sent it it's done Mm -hmm. it's turned in like they are currently reading it and I'll reread it and it's just not good because it's like it's already sent what is the point there's nothing you can do it's like an OCD thing I'm just like I just need to find all the mistakes after it's sent because it makes me feel good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> How does it make great. you feel when you're doing it? It is it like uh-huh. an itch? Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times that is what it feels like. It's like scratching an itch, and if you don't scratch an itch, you're like, oh, you feel gross, right? Yeah. I've heard that. Like, I think I've seen TikToks about how like procrastination is a big part of OCD. Because like, you know, when you do it, it has to be perfect, and if you are like so you just keep putting it off until you know it's right is that a thing do you feel like that's a thing for you I do feel that way a lot I I put things off until like I feel like the environment is perfect like Daniel can work at any time like at any location and I'm like I we need to go to a different coffee shop because it doesn't feel right in here oh, I think it's like okay do your thing like whatever <laughs> she's like bye i feel like you two are me and jenny (laughs) wait you guys your relationship sounds fun like you you keep daniel on her toes yeah i infuriate her (laughs) who on their toes me or you who do you let's say who we think on three one two two, three three. jenny (laughs) it's jenny (laughs) i get like 911 emergency text from jenny that I'll like reply to and be like super thoughtful. And then Jenny just won't reply. <laughs> Jenny says, Mm-mm. like what? Our group chat this weekend? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an emergency. That was not an emergency. Like I go through, one. I go through very big feelings. Yes. When I go through my big feelings, um, it's probably like one, I'll call it once a month. I think I get really big feelings where I will text probably like four to six group chats or individuals like very similar like paragraphs of what I'm feeling to get I thought their we were feelings. special you bitch you texted in more people <laughs> who gets and the it, immediate reply then it's not us well that's but that's the thing is I do it because it's like a it's like a letting people know that I'm like need support right now like seeing what kind of support they can offer me and then depending on that would be maybe if there's a follow-up text like I, someone I was talking to about something they had an exact experience like it so I was able to like talk with them about it and that kind of like made me feel better but it's like it's kind of like putting feelers out mm. so it doesn't necessarily need because a lot of times I'm just letting you know I'm feeling this way and then I need to go like journal or cry or something got it or like distract myself hmm. something ain't adding up <laughs> I have let's do an anxiety episode let's talk about that <laughs> That's good though that you can, you know, articulate your feelings and send them to other people. It's oh very yeah, vulnerable. Oh, Jenny, wait. too I'm good. All, I only do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too good at communication. I 
Yeah, wait, why is that bad, Kathy? Just kidding. <laughs> I know that it definitely does have negative consequences, but I can't think of any right now. Anyway. I'm really good at it, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's why I'm, a, I'm my own therapist. So next question good is, uh, this is from Lauren Q. Q. My best friend had, what? <laughs> I said Q. <laughs> My best friend has OCD and I'm not really sure to help them. What should I do? Dania sent this in. Dania sent this in. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh, Dania asked me to use a different name. Right. <laughs> Dania said, I am now Lauren Q. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, her last name is Q or that's an abbreviation? Uh, abbreviation. Oh, okay, okay. It's important. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone with the last name Q. I know. So that'd be fun. Um, I don't. I think you just gotta let people do their thing. Whatever makes them. Don't talk to them ever again. Yeah, cut. That's them what you're saying. End the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Just be like, do it. Whatever you have to do to feel okay, mm-hmm. do it. Because that was what I really needed. I was like, just let me go. Daniel would drop me off at urgent care every day after work because I remember we it was like our first it happened right at the same time as our first big writing gig mm-hmm. and every day she'd drive me to urgent care on the way home from WeWork and I would go in and I'd be like yeah bye and it was honestly really sweet that is really sweet that's so, so nice uh impulses sometimes yeah. I, feel I feel like I wouldn't do that naturally so it's good that yeah. we're telling people to do that Jenny would be like, mm, I think you're wrong about that. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, maybe don't. But that was the wrong thing to do. I mean, Daniel definitely told me like, this is not right, what you're doing. Yeah. But then still took me. Yeah. Because mm. I just feel like it's not anything that externally is like someone's like, you're fine. And you're like, oh, damn, you're right. I wish I thought of that. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I think people tried to do that for a while at first because I thought that would make me feel better is to tell me that I'm fine. Yeah. But that just made me be like, well, now I have to convince all of you that yeah. I'm not fine. And I'll wait. find something. Yeah, wait, did you like feel like you had to, did you ever feel like you were kind of like putting on a show about it in any way? Like, like kind of acting up, acting out how you, how you felt? Like, like if you were like going to like find like um, your STDs or whatever diseases and then you wouldn't find any, but you had told everyone about it and they were like, you're wrong. Did you feel like you had to like prove them? Is that what you're saying? Like you had to prove them wrong. So you would like maybe like act like sick or something? No, it, it definitely, there was nothing I could do to prove that I was, that what I was thinking was true because I would literally have the tests and be like, well, shit. Uh, they're all negative, but I still will have to go back next week and mm-hmm. get tested again, just because that's like I will die. I will physically die if I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just had to own up to it and be like, after like two rounds of tests that were just like all negative, and I still felt like I had to keep going back. I kind of was just like, okay, you guys, you're right. I am fine but I do have to do this. And like, I just need everyone to accept that I do have to do this. 
Was there a number of times that you think would have like, you know how people have like numbers of like, I have to like turn the faucet seven times. Is there a number that you needed to reach or just like, just keep doing it? Yeah, mine is more, not a specific number. It's just like, do it until it feels complete. And it's, there's, you can never tell when something will feel complete. Just true. Damn. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Would you recommend like, like you're like letting people do their thing, but is there any room to like suggest therapy or like help them get into therapy or like anything like that? Yeah, I do. I do think that that would be helpful as a friend to be like, you should go to therapy. (laughs) I feel like, I I also feel like in today's age, it's pretty normalized to tell everyone to go to therapy. Like I tell a lot of people to go to therapy. A lot of people tell me to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay now, right? To say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's always nice to just be like, you know, I've heard therapies. (laughs) Yeah, Kathy says that a lot. (laughs) You say that to everyone, huh, Kathy? Everybody. I tell to myself, I've been trying to find a therapist and I go, I would love to find one. I need one. It's hard. There are a lot of not great therapists out there. I can't even get a call back. Like, I don't even... I don't know if it's an insurance thing, but I like physically, like I have not received one email or call back no matter how many times I've left voicemails, emails. About something's my- going on with, that doesn't oh, sound yeah. normal. Yeah. I, and I'm doing it through, cause I get insurance through my job. So I send it through work, like not through work, but like I have like my health insurance site. So like it gives me access to all the providers. So I'll just like call like a ton of them and I never hear back. You got to figure this out. Yeah. I, you have to figure it out, too, though. <laughs> figure out therapy for you? Mm-hmm. Who? Both of you, Hannah. You're next. You're up. <laughs> I'm booking Wait, let's guys. just therapize each other, you guys. Honestly, I'm kind of with, with you on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I love to therapize with friends and mm-hmm. myself, even though I know it's not. It's all biased, but fair. That's you like, know yourself best. You don't have to like sit through this, like all the sessions of like learning, like explaining who you are. You already know those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just sit in your room and you're like thinking to. You make this face. Huh? <laughs> you're telling our impressionable young audience, don't find a therapist, be your own therapist. Yeah. Is that your hot take? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a TikTok about this after. Canceled. You're canceled. I know we're gonna get canceled for saying not to go to therapy. No, I'm just kidding. If therapy is really good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe. If you don't have access to therapy though, I, I do recommend um just talking, talking it out, writing out your just expressing your feelings in any way you can. Because not everyone has access to therapy. True. But Jenny and does. TikTok. <laughs> I feel like TikTok, there's some good things said on there mm-hmm. there's some good stuff Back. social media get on there follow hannah on social media you know <laughs> dm hannah you know we'll give you a ton of advice hot. if you're really really hot DM if you're hannah. hot and single and yeah. hannah what's your type six five um <laughs> aren't you five one five one i'm five five <gasps> okay still small <laughs> Yeah, I like average height for a woman, I guess. I don't know. I'm little. 
Six five. Okay. What else? Six five is a lot. That's a foot taller than you, bro. Uh, yeah, I know. I need to get over it. I've heard that it's short king summer. It's short king spring. I've been, I feel like being heightest is like not, I can't tell if it's like, I feel like everyone is, but maybe we shouldn't be. I know. I did see an impact Instagram slide recently on how, uh, we have to stop being heightest. And so I, yeah. Okay, I take away the height. <laughs> you said, okay, six one, six one. Six one is fine, yeah. That's the cutoff. <laughs> That's so it? Six one That's shopping. your type? Me? Honestly? Just six one. And if you look like a cartoon character. I... Anyone in specific? No, no, any. Hey, any, Arnold. Any animated movie has a hot character, therefore. Your type is the flushed away rat, huh? Absolutely. Oh my god. Oh my Hannah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that. that tracks. What if like an anime boy? Is that I no, are you a... don't love yeah. when they're actually human? Like I really like the Anna anthropomorphic animals. What yeah. are they called? You're a furry. No. You like the fox <laughs> in Zootopia. I do like the fox in Zootopia. Well, that's, you are a furry. That's not a furry. You're a furry. It's, it's a different when they're an animated animal as opposed to well, a person dressed up as an animal. Yes. Okay. I'm not into people dressed up in animal yet. costumes. That's not hot to me. Just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it is <laughs> a really accurate costume. So Ben? A little, should we throw a little um, Zootopia cosplay on our Instagram? See what the mm-hmm. people think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. He was hot. And so was Teenage Simba. When I was a kid. Absolutely. That one scene where he's like growing up. And Kovu. Kovu. What's his, Kovu? Yeah. Kovu, his evil cousin. <gasps> yeah. Oh, hot. Yes. Scar's nephew. Yeah. Horny. A lot of gender for me in that guy. For yeah. sure. That guy is so hot. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one. Maybe I, maybe we're all furries at heart. I, I think, think it's everyone like, is, and they just they try to deny it. Liars. Yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to fuck the fox from Zootopia. I think it's, it's like the the true. the deep person. That's not the right word, but it's just the fact that it's not an individual, and you don't have to like relate it to like your actual like sexual feelings or like real people, right? Like you can just kind of project whatever onto it. Yeah, the fact it's not real is hot. Okay, shall we wrap up? Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, Please uh, write in any questions if you have some for our upcoming episodes. Be sure to DM us or email us. um, Or if you want to plan on a date, you have to ask for our permission first. Yeah, ask us for permission, uh, DM us, and then we will send you Hannah's um, phone number. Yes, and her OnlyFans. And yeah, we will set up a private Zoom date yeah. for you and Hannah. Yes, <laughs> but I do have to chaperone. <laughs> Me too. You guys, your screens will be turned off. But you yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just be on sound. We'll, we'll be talking through it. Moderate it. We'll, we'll be recording it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, please. please. <laughs> um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Um, please subscribe, rate our podcast on whatever platform you listen. That's mm-hmm. very helpful to us. And the quarter of the day is what's the COVID score, Kathy? Mm, 726, I think it was today. Wait, 726. Let me double check. 
Hold on. <laughs> we're really, we're, you're really like, gonna I change it to my background every day. I thought maybe. <laughs> okay, today, 7.95, but I was okay. really close. Quarter of the day, 7.95. If and you DM up. it, you'll get, is that up? Is that up from yesterday? Let me look. Don't tell us. No, yesterday's was higher for sure. Okay, oh. it's down. Yesterday was 9.08. Oh. Slay. A secret slay. slay. Secret slay. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah adds this to her like routine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I know. You need to not give me any ideas for anything. Same. Yeah, you guys probably shouldn't keep in contact after this. No. No, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll, we're going to see each other at urgent care one day. We 